0: Welcome to Refill Your Glass, the podcast that motivates, empowers, educates, and entertains, so you can replenish your mind and body. Hosted by yours truly, Amy Glass. Enjoy. Hello, hello, everyone. It's a new year, and the common tradition in the new years is to have new year's resolutions. But are new year resolutions a great way to start the new year, or is it a whole bunch of bullshit? Yeah, that's what we're talking about today. Are you setting yourself up for failure? You know, do they actually work? This episode will be peeling back layers and having a look at the best way to start the new year and remember to stay tuned to the end as I have some hot tips in order for you to achieve a year full of abundance prosperity and success so stay tuned for that. So welcome to refill your glass where every Monday you learn quick and simple ways to improve your mindset health and well-being naturally so you can replenish your mind and body hello everyone my name is Amy glass I am the founder and creator of a natural club a natural a glass of natural health and wellness I'll get there in the end um, the community helping people break free and transform to create a happier healthier more abundant life that you deserve so what, have you done some resolution did you start the new year with um, New Year's resolutions? Let me know in the comments. Let me know what they are. Like, are you a person that does it? I don't. Do you believe in it? Like, what, what, what's your stance on this? So, the effectiveness of New Year's resolutions has long since been debated. It's you know, it's a hot topic. It's a hot topic, especially this time of year, and especially when this episode goes out, which is the fifteenth, because. We're a couple of weeks into the new year and it's normally when people pull off the wagon, isn't it? Um, So it can vary from person to person. So while it seems that the tradition that many people make resolutions with good intentions, research suggests that a significant number of resolutions are abandoned within the first few weeks or months of the new year. And this is due to several contributing factors to um, contributing factors, which are, and you know, these are, this is due to several partic- like particular factors, but, but whether it's success or failure, so th- these both work both ways. So realistic, number one, realistic goals. So resolutions that are uh, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time bound. So that's the whole SMART. If you've heard of SMART. Um, before, are more likely to be successful than setting unrealistic, vague goals that can lead to frustration and discouragement. So, how many people um, have gone? You know what? I'm gonna, ah, oh, yeah, I'm gonna lose this extra weight that I've been carrying around forever. Or, you know what? I'm gonna. Um, I, I've heard gratitude is really good doing, so I'm gonna start a gratitude journal. And like <laughs> two, three days, like in the in between you know, you, you haven't got if you haven't gone back to work yet, it, yeah, it's red, woohoo, blah, blah, blah. so keen, so keen, and then as soon as you go back to work, it goes, look, <laughs> it falls out the window, so um, you need to create realistic goals, like ones that you know you can achieve, and like, this is not saying you can't, you know, reach for the stars, um, sort of thing, but you need to make them realistic in that, they fit your lifestyle so if it's something like if yes if you want to lose weight and you're a person that eats takeout all the time yeah you might need to change your lifestyle a little bit but you know you might you know go oh okay I'm only going to have takeout these three days or if I if I can only have takeout I'm going to make sure that I you know go to healthier options or whatever I don't know I don't eat takeaway um you know I'm I like to cook so and my husband (laughs) doesn't like to we go out with friends and stuff but you know he doesn't like he doesn't just go oh let's go out for dinner it's like I you make better food at home so you know we we don't go out very often but number two is commitment so successful resolutions often require a strong commitment and dedication it's essential to be motivated and willing to put in the effort to achieve the desired goals so have you ever heard that it takes like 30 days for a habit to set in like you've got to do it for 30 days consistently yes, that is a really good start, but to make it like a permanent habit, it's definitely going to take longer than that. Consistency is key. Consistency is key to anything. You know, the whole practice, 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 it's the same consistency, 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 say that commitment, all that is, it's, it's the key. Like you can't just go, okay, I'm going to like, we're not saying like, even if you do like a gym thing, I'm gonna to go to the gym. You don't have to go to the gym every day, but you can go. Okay, I'm going to definitely go Monday, Wednesday, and there's you know Friday or something or Saturday or whatever. I'm gonna go three times a week and commit to those days. Unless there's something really wrong, like you like like you've got a, an appointment or something, a, another commitment that you can't get out of, you change your days around. But you know, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna go three times a week. That's a that's a really good way of starting out. I'm gonna go three times a week. And choose classes. Classes are a lot better if you're a person that is not a gym person or or get a personal trainer because you have that accountability because us humans, we have human nature. We don't like to let people down. So um, having a buddy is really good, especially when it comes to fitness and stuff. Planning. So plan, you guys. Don't just go on a whim and go, I'm going to do this now and don't put anything about it. So like, for example, the example of a gratitude journal, actually purchasing a gratitude journal might be helpful. So um, this year, last year I had a really good one. Um, this year I went with something a little bit different. I'm just pulling mine out of my drawer. So I went with this one, sorry, this, this one. Um, so this one's a little bit more uh, holistic, but it, it's great because it has habit trackers you know, how I feel, all these sorts of things. And I put in my gratitude, what I'm grateful for every day. And start small. You don't have to write a 20-page list every day. Write three things that you're grateful for, and then those can turn into That's the first week you write three things, four things the next week, blah, 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 blah. You build up. And once you start flowing, especially with the, the gratitude journal, gratitude journal, it, it does come out of you. And yeah, there's some days where you're just like you are woken up and you're like, I didn't I don't feel grateful for anything. But then you go back to basics and you go, like, I'm grateful that I have a house. I'm grateful that I have clean water, access to clean water. Love like, you know, the basics. And then it will start flowing again. And for someone who was did not like I knew gratitude was practicing gratitude was really good, but I thought, you know, when I was in a bad mindset, which was a couple of years ago, um a very negative mindset you know I was closed off from that I'm like that's a whole bunch of shit I'm not you know it doesn't do anything and then I then I made myself do it that was my last year's resolution was to do it you know at the start of 2023 and it was and also to pull an affirmation card every day now I got ones that are fun and funny like not something too serious and they're pretty freaking accurate like I there are 50 cards in this in this deck and I have not yet had all 50 and I've been doing it for a year pulling a card every day. I still do it today and it's great. So, you know, in my in the morning I do you know, you plan, you plan. Buy the equipment that you need to to do it because when you when you put money down, you're more likely to do it, aren't we? So planning, plan without developing a clear plan with specific goals to achieve the resolution can increase the likelihood of success. No brainer. Without a plan, you lose you easily lose focus and momentum. Don't we? Organization is key. Number four, support systems. Like I said, have us have a buddy. Have a support buddy. Have you know, having a support system such as a friend, a family, community, can provide encouragement and accountability. The accountability is key. We don't want to let people down. Sharing your goals with others can also help. You stay on track. And also sharing your goals with others, one, it helps with the law of attraction, whether you believe it or not. Two, they might have resources or know something that can help you achieve those goals. So share them, whether you think they're ridiculous or not. No one's going to laugh at you. If they laugh at you, then those people should not be in your life. Number five. Sorry, lost my place. Number five, flexibility. So life is unpredictable. We know that it's a roller coaster and unexpected challenges may rise. There's always going to be challenges. When you are going outside your comfort zone, your ego or is going to pull you back and put you back in your, what they think is your safe zone. So if you're trying to do something, uh, for example, uh, I would never in a bazillion years be recording my face and my voice on podcast, or on YouTube, or on Facebook, or whatever you're viewing this from. No way. One, I had serious body is- issues a long time ago, probably still do. Um, and yeah, no way. And when I first started doing, oh, I was sweating. I was like, oh, you know, just. Oh. So I started small started small started in a small group of people that i knew but i did it i did it kicked through the fear bang through the door and you know what after i did it a few times it became more natural it became easier yeah sometimes i still get nervous especially if i'm doing an interview with someone like really important but i love talking with you and i think it, perfection is not it's not real no one's perfect. Me mucking around with my words and doing all that you're like yeah she's a real person i can relate to her she's not a robot <laughs> you know being flexible having having a backup plan doing all those things like and like i was saying with the ego thing so basically let uh, quickly quickly <laughs> right on this topic. So psych background, right? Okay. So your ego or sub, uh, your subconscious, whatever you want to call it, will d- do things to keep you what they believe is safe. So, um, if you're a person, uh, that's had like bullying. Okay. So bullying is a good one. I was bullied as a child, bullied as an adult. So making friends for me is really hard. I don't, uh, you know, learning to trust people, all these sorts of things. So when I started doing this sort of thing and started um meeting new people that was terrifying for me and you know my ego would go no 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 don't they they just want to use you they're going to abuse you blah 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 blah." but i i'd do it anyway and the more i did it the less the less fear i had but it would you know it would go oh you remember you were bullied so much this that person kind of looked like um the person that bullied you you know you can't do that like they they what they what the ego thinks it's doing is is protecting you and what it's doing is basically keeping you prisoner from growth from being successful and doing all those things so we're just gonna brush on that that's a it's a very minute little way of describing that and you know most people have issues with their ego and that's why it's called the comfort zone it's your ego keeping you there to to keep you safe and yes it is a good thing in, in the faces of danger, the whole flight and flight response. Like you want to be, you want to perceive um, someone slamming the brakes on in front of you as, hey, quick, put your brakes on or you're going to run up the ass of this person as a danger. But, you know, other things like if you've really wanted to sing, um, but, you know, you have a beautiful singing voice, but you're too, too scared to do it in public, you're too scared to what, you, what people think, blah 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 blah, and you know your your brain will constantly be going, giving you examples, making things up um, to to keep you from doing that. And then when you kind of kick down the, kick through the fear, punch, whatever you want to do, you realize, hey, ain't that bad. And yes, there's always going to be people that don't like it. And guess what? They're not your people. Simple as that. So having flexibility. We're going back to those, you know, part. Of, back to flexibility. So, you know, putting that backup plan in place and giving yourself some goddamn grace. If, you, if you've if you got yourself a plan, a support system, and guess what? You just have a bad day. Like you just, you're not feeling well. You know, you get sick or or um, you have a fall or you get injured or whatever and you can't do it. Give yourself some grace and time to heal and then get back on it get back to it you know no one is perfect and number six I said seven didn't I number six is reflection regularly reflecting on your progress celebrating achievements you've got to celebrate your wins because guess what that goes hey to the brain especially the ego because oh this is not so bad we're doing great we're doing great and you will keep getting that encouragement and learning from setbacks so it can help you from stay motivated and make consistent. Make necessary adjustments to your plan. So setbacks are, or speed bumps or whatever you want to bloody call them, they're there to teach you like, hey, this is not the best way forward. Let's do something else. And the whole, if one door closes, another door opens, or you go through the window, you'll go through something else, go through the basket, whatever. You make it work. You find what works for you. You go around it. And number seven track like reflecting track your progress if you're a person especially if you're doing like um you know like the example of the gratitude journey you know because you see each day that you've written in the book and each week you've written in the book so that's easy to track but if you're um a person uh, say if you want to do the whole weight loss journey like most most people do in the new year um you know take a baseline take you know take before and after shots take measurements whatever you want to do so you know the progress and you know the things and you know that you're succeeding because guess what? If you are succeeding, you are more likely to stick to it. So while some people find success with their New Year's resolutions, other people prefer to set goals and make positive changes throughout the year as needed. I didn't make any resolutions this year. I, to be honest, I haven't even, well, we, we've done, not a goal, we're doing something this particular year. We're going on a three and a half month trip um, around Australia. My husband and I and my two fur babies um, in our caravan. So that, you know, that has been a dream of ours for a little bit. And we're going, you know, you know, what life's too short. We're doing it. We're doing it. We'll make it work. And the fantastic thing about law of attraction, whether you believe it or not, if you set your mind to something and you really, really set your mind to something, the universe will allow it to things will open up for you so there is no right and wrong to new new year's resolutions whether you do new resolutions whether you set plans whether goals, whatever you want to call it just you know whatever you want to do ultimately the key to achieving personal growth and change lies in adapting and an open and or growth mindset and opening being open to making positive changes whether they are with when the motivation arrives and rather than confining goal setting to a certain time of year be yes it is good to have sort of okay by this point I really want you know by by mid-year I kind of want to make sure that I'm on the right track like I'm I'm heading towards my goal sort of thing but don't put pressure on yourself because when you put pressure on yourself you're less likely you're going to give up you're going to get frustrated and you're going to get you know, angry, all those sorts of things. So you're just going to give up. So it's just, it's not. Pressure makes you stress out, and guess what happens when you stress? You don't think clearly, and all these and it's just like a ugh, vortex of nastiness. Um, but before we go on, go on, let go. Before we go on, I wanted to share the best ways to start a New Year's res- a New Year for abundance, prosperity, and success. Like I said at the start, so if you're still here. Thank you for staying because you're about to benefit. So start the new year with a focus on abundance involves adapting a positive mindset, setting clear goals and implementing habits that promote prosperity and well-being. Here are some tips to help you start the new year with abundance mindset. And if you want these, like, if you want me to like give you the show notes, I can, um, send them to you so you don't have to madly be writing them down if you going to be madly writing them down. So number one, reflect on the past. You're like, why? Why would I reflect on the past? Take stock of your achievements and success from the previous year. Look, you need to sit back and go, hey, damn, I actually did some really cool things because guess what? Your brain loves to remind you of the mistakes you make but not your achievements. That's why celebrating your wins is so important. So take stock. Have a look at what you've achieved. And it doesn't just have to be the, the the year just gone, like all the years, and go, hey, you know what I, you know what I, I did those things. I did. I'm really proud of myself. Um, I got out of my comfort zone. Identify areas where you experience growth and gratitude, and focus on them. Like, yeah. Number two, set clear and positive intentions. Define specific and achievable goals for the upcoming year. So, like we've just said. You've got to be realistic. You've got to, they've got to be achievable. You can't just say, I'm going to make a million dollars this year and have no idea how you're going to do that. You need to have some sort of plan. Frame your goals in a positive manner, focusing on what you want to attract rather than what you don't want to attract. That's this whole law of attraction thing, and I'm a big believer of it. I, If you asked me probably a year ago, I would have told you it's full of shit. But um, like I said, I was in a very negative mindset. Now I'm in a very big growth mindset and I'm reading all the books. If you are a person that loves reading books or um, is a YouTube person or anything, Abraham Hicks, um, Abraham Hicks teachings or Esther and Jerry Hicks, really interesting, really interesting. Um, If you're a person that has a chronic illness or anything like that and you want to learn a bit more about natural health and all those sorts of things because I'm a massive promoter of natural health I think both both worlds work together when you work like holistically um Barbara O'Neill she's a fellow Australian she's a big natural health person she has a wonderful she has wonderful books um Gabor Mathieu he's a Canadian doctor he's like his books are incredible uh Dr um Wayne Dwyer Another really good resource. Mom. And sorry about that. And, um, yeah, they're excellent resources to, to think get your brain thinking about other things. So, yeah, practice gratitude. I've said this before and my experience with. So practicing gratitude cultivates a daily practice to acknowledge and practice the positive aspects of your life. When you are more positive, guess what? It attracts more positive things in your life. And being grateful for what you have makes you realize, like, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, I might not have everything I want, but I'm doing pretty good now, so that means I'm going to get better. Reflecting on what you're thankful for can shift your focus towards abundance and stop thinking about all the negative crap and focus. put your focus back onto the abundance. Number four, visualize success. So create a mental image of achieving your goals and experiences, experiencing abundance. Visual, visualization can help reinforce positive thoughts and emotions supporting your journey towards abundance, towards your goals. And this follows up with number five, which is create a vision board or a vision movie if you're a person that's more um, on the go and likes to have their phone with them and doesn't have time you know, it doesn't want to do the actual vision board, but these things really work. I do my vision movie every day and it changes every now and then when my goals change because I achieve them and then my, you know, my goals change. So this is a constant mental reminder of quotes, images, symbols that represent your goals and aspirations, constant reminder. So it keeps you motivated, keeps you going. Display your vision board or have your vision movie and look at it consistently. Look at every day. Number six, focus on your personal development. Invest in your skills and knowledge to enhance personal and professional growth. Continuous learning and self-awareness contributes to a sense of abundance and fulfillment. So if you're a person, that, yeah, I'm not saying you need to go back to school, um, but, like, learn a new skill. Go and join a class that you always wanted to do but you been too scared to do, you No, know, Kick through the fear and learn something or read a book that's outside your comfort zone that you never would have picked up and like the resources that I've just mentioned. Number seven, surround yourself with positivity. Engage with uplifting and supportive people who encourage your goals. Minimize exposure to negativity whether it's a form of people, media or environments. I personally don't look at the news. I deal with that kind of stuff at work so I don't want to come home and watch the news and be like, the world shit. No, I don't watch the news. When I'm at home, I'm out of that zone. I'm in my happy place. I'm with my family. I'm with all my, you know, those sorts of things. In social media can, you know, really get you down. So if you're a person that is getting down by social media, don't look at it. Or limit it, go, all right, I'm only gonna look at for 10 minutes and then put it away. Number eight, take inspired action. Break down your goals into actionable steps and create a plan to achieve them. And then cre- and be consistent. Purposeful action moves you closer to your abundance. It makes things work. Like you if you got this a massive goal and you're like, oh my god, how am I gonna achieve it? I'm kind of overwhelmed reverse engineer it, break it down. Then you go, Oh, it's actually not too bad. Especially if you're like, if you're trying to save for something, you're like, Oh, this, um, okay holiday, let's go for a holiday. And it's going to cost $5,000. I've been dreaming on this holiday forever and ever, and ever. but you're like, oh, I'm never going to afford it. But then you break it down and go, okay, well, I want to go to on this holiday in November. And I've, this is January. So if I, put this amount of money away in a bank account every week or every day, then I'll have that money. i will be like, oh, it's actually not that bad. Instead of going big chunk at the end of the five grand, that kind of thing. Number nine, practice mindfulness and stress reduction practices. This is key. Incorporating mindfulness techniques such as meditation and deep breathing or staying present and reducing stress are key to achieving your goals. One, keeps you healthier. Two, keeps your mindset going great. You're calmer, you're able to think clearer, you're able to problem solve, all those sorts of things. So guess what? It allows you to achieve those things. If you are stressed out of your head, means you're probably not sleeping, your health's gonna be bad. So guess what? You feel crap. And then like the last thing you wanna do is be positive. And you're like, no, I don't want to do this goals and all those sorts of things. I just, yeah, I just want to sit on the couch and forget the world sort of thing. So reducing stress is key, having those mindfulness practices. You need to tune out, you need to de-stress, you need to regenerate and recharge. And number 10, be open to abundance in all its forms. So don't think that abundance is just money. Recognize that abundance comes in various aspects of life, including relationships, health, and personal growth, not just money. Be open-minded and willing to receive abundance that the universe has to offer. Remember, cultivating an abundance mindset is an ongoing process and consistently applying these practices, principles, and staying open to opportunities can contribute to a more prosperous and fulfilling new year. Thank you so much for joining me today. And if you like this particular training, let me know in the comments. Or if you have an idea for a training, let me know. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe for more trainings like this to improve your mindset, health, and well being naturally. And until next time, remember to refill your glass and get your thirst back for life. Bye. Hope today's episode has provided you with some valuable information to empower you to take charge of your mindset, health and well-being. Remember to subscribe and if you have any questions or feedback, please make a review. Thank you so much for joining me today and until next time, remember to refill your glass and get your thirst back for life. Bye.